0: Thanks for tuning in. This is the Pete Wong Podcast about sharing the things that I love with those that I love. I find inspiration kind of everywhere. I've always wanted to just talk about these things. People have told me time after time, why don't you just share more of you? And with that, let's go. everyone's doing well out there uh first of all before we begin i just again just want to thank everyone for all the support and all the um the the nice uh uh likes and comments and uh people sharing uh about about the previous episode or previous episodes and uh just really grateful for all of you um that are out there listening and um Uh, look forward to you continuing listening Um, so let's see before we begin I just wanted to uh, mention that I will be teaching a class called movement for the soul it's a mind and body and soul uh, uh, class and uh, I will be sharing uh, the different methods, the different practices, the different uh, physical uh, movements that, that I do to help me uh, daily uh, train my mindset to be a um, uh, happier and, uh, and uh, also a healthier uh, individual person. And I really want to share that with all of you. So if you are interested in doing that, I will be teaching the class uh, on, uh, I believe it's beginning September 12. Um, it's around that time, but it's, it's every morning on Saturdays for the next 12 weeks in September and, and uh, continuing on uh, for 12, 12 sessions. And uh, it is it will start at 9 am. Uh, that's Pacific time. So Central will be 11 and Eastern it will be 12. Um, and the class runs for an hour and a half. If you are interested in that, uh, I look forward to um, seeing those of you that are interested uh, registering. You can go to my uh, health and wellness uh, mind-body coaching uh, website, which is unleashthebeast.net. So that's unleash, beast.net and i have the information on there or you can go to the burbank adult school website burbank adult school and just uh, search uh, movement for the soul and you can register for that class Um, the class is i believe 109 bucks for the for the 12 weeks and um, and if you are interested in uh, signing up for that please Send me a message so I know uh, that um, I should be looking out for you, looking forward to, to seeing you in the class. And uh, we can just keep in touch, uh, uh, you know, up to then and we could talk a little bit and, uh, and then get you going. But yeah, if you're thinking about registering for the class, Movement for the Soul, uh, please send me a message. You can send me a message on here or you can send me a message um, at the All right. Okay, um, so without further to do, we are going to get, hop right into Chapter 2. Chapter 2, The Hits, They Will Just Keep On Coming. Quote, Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place. And I don't care how tough you are. It will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. End quote. Do y'all know where that's from? I'm sure all of you that are big fans uh, know where it's from. That was uh, Rocky Balboa, played by Sylvester Stallone, um, in the film Rocky Balboa. Uh, Rocky is one of my favorite uh, movie franchises and uh, uh, in fact uh, uh, another uh, channel that I do called Head to Head uh, with my uh, martial art instructor, my mentor, my best friend Orpheus Black, we just did a, an episode of Head to Head uh, tackling the Rocky franchise. So if those of you uh, out there that are um, big fans of the Rocky series definitely check that out we go deep into what the the rocky franchise uh, means to us and it was a lot of fun we had a lot of fun with it so it's a two-part series um i really uh this quote i put that out there because uh uh, i like i love the rocky character and um this line as well the entire uh, franchise really resonates with me so um we're gonna continue. A fears uh, just try that again. We're gonna continue. <laughs> okay. A few years later, when I finally felt I had a better grasp of my grief, mostly with Dez's suicide, so many things had changed. I found myself now living across the country in Hong Kong, uh, SAR, a special area region, and dating someone who I had met on my first trip overseas. And let me tell you, it was freaking awesome. I felt like I was living a new life, a completely different setting, new friends, a new position teaching English drama in the public schools, and in a relationship based on real love. Yup, things were looking pretty good at the time. Of course, during this time, occasionally, there were warning signs of problems between my girlfriend and I. But it was something we knew all serious relationships would have to work through. Whatever it was, we'd get through it together. Eventually, three years passed and saw with it even more changes. I was still dating the same girl, we even got married, and after waiting another year moved back to the United States. It was now 2010. The economy went into a spiral, and it was horrible, especially in the United States. But we had made plans to return a year earlier and delayed it, just to see how things would end up. I have no regrets returning to my hometown, but the problems in our relationship grew worse and more frequent after the move. In 2014, we got a divorce. It couldn't have ended any healthier with the both of us feeling like we had to stop pretending that we felt the same way about each other when it was obvious that we didn't. Things between us had changed. When we met each other in 2007, I was still trying to get through the loss of Dez. But meeting her and actually being in a committed relationship with her felt like a blessing. One that I will always be satisfied and grateful for. After what, I had, after what I'd gone through, I never could have imagined I would find someone who, for one, I'd want to get so close to, and two, commit to being with. For the longest of time, I thought there wasn't anybody out there for me. But then the universe proved to me otherwise. The six years together was incredible, an unforgettable time in my life. I gained so much from it and something inside of me knows she must have too. After the divorce, she moved back to Asia and I remained in Minnesota by myself in the same apartment we shared. I had many nights feeling sad and cried myself to sleep. Many of these feelings similar to what I had felt in the past when I grieved the loss of those closest to me. I felt alone in this world once again, though the situation this time around would be much different. This time, the difference was knowing this person, though not in your life anymore, they were still alive. And that made things feel more at ease. I had to accept and respect that our relationship had come to an end. But still, grieving is grieving. I did my best every day, getting support wherever I could, taking care of myself. Even though everywhere I went, I found myself in places we had previously shared together. Somehow I found a way to continue moving forward. I owe a lot to the people who helped me out during this time. Even the high school and middle school students I was teaching helped in their own way. While while still getting through the divorce, soon I'd be tested with even more challenges and more pain much more pain everything started even before the divorce when very close family members of mine became ill soon they were diagnosed with various forms of cancer and within a brief amount of time many would pass away first was my uncle Joe my mom's eldest brother then less than a year later his wife Aunt Debbie it was the first time our family would face directly with the effects of cancer in our lives, but it would not be the last—not by far. A few months later, a good friend of mine, Maggie, whom I had met at a summer video, uh, summer training video program, passed away from a stroke. She was only 32 and engaged, and engaged to marry. I know health. Compliment complications are a part of life and old age, most certainly, but no past experience could prepare me for this time period when I would lose people, when I was losing the people closest to me. Those people who, for as long as you've been born, they've been part of your life in some capacity. Next was my grandma Wong. We were very close. And losing her was quite difficult, because up till then, I had never lived my existence without her in it. The only thing that gave me comfort was knowing she had lived 100 and plus years, give or take a few years depending on which calendar we used. And during her lifetime, she lived to survive the Japanese occupation in China and Hong Kong during the 1940s, 1950s. She became partners owning one of the first Chinese-American restaurants in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and she helped give us a home here in the United States, which this never, could have, this never would have happened had she not put the effort and hard work that she had helping raise a new Bill of Rights to help my father and other future children who were adopted immigrate to the United States. Prior to him, I believe there was no bill that existed for this particular status. She was a strong woman, opinionated and set in her ways, who, despite losing her husband later in life, lived on for many more years. It brought so much comfort knowing she lived a good life and died peacefully in her sleep. I'll never forget that last smile she gave me while in the nursing home. I knew then I was saying goodbye to her for the last time. In addition, about a year later, a little over a month after my drive across the states to move to Los Angeles, I received the news of, my pa- of the passing of my martial arts kung fu instructor, who later became my best friend. Someone who had been there for me and taught me so much about life and growing up and even about saying goodbye when I was dealing with grieving over Dez and later my ex-wife. This person was none other than Sifu Jack Spazali that's parentheses pronounce Spazali and parentheses senior I met Jack when I was 15 and he was 76 when he passed away he was 90 I know I'll be spending more time in a future book speaking in more detail about my relationship with Seafood Jack, but it certainly was another person I had a hard time saying goodbye to. I still think about him every day, that's how much of an impact he made on my life. Everything was drastically changing in my life, and I could do nothing to stop it. The passing of those closest to me was hard but I'd soon be faced with other forms of pain, including the physical and chronic kind. On my first trip to Los Angeles, California, before I decided to move there, I had an abscess, a type of staph infection that I had allowed to grow the size of a quarter on my butt. Yes, my butt, or the correct medical medical term would be buttocks. I didn't think anything of it at first i actually thought it was just another pimple it'll be fine i'll just pop it that was definitely the the one thing not to do there i was sitting super uncomfortable on the plane alternating the weight of my butt cheeks from side to side as this eased the pain a little eventually around dinner time over Thai food with a friend, I'd clock in a temperature of 102 degrees. I was burning up a fever and and required immediate attention. Without much hesitation, I admitted myself into the Sherman Oaks emergency room. Keep in mind, I had no travel or health insurance at the time and had never made an incision I my then 30 something year old body, but life was showing me I didn't have many other options. I actually felt kind of proud. I was finally joining the club. When people shared their war scars and stories about surgeries and medical experiences they've had, now I too had one of my own to tell. The surgery itself wasn't too bad as they numbed the area so I couldn't feel a thing. It was more the process of maintaining the wound and not allowing the area to get infected post-surgery that was rough. I had to really toughen up and endure whatever pain was part of this healing process. In addition to the physical pain I was experiencing, I also had to find a way to pay for the medical bills. Learning about my options to bring the cost down as much as possible It felt like a huge mountain to climb. How was was I going to handle this? How could I? Could I? Having to make these kinds of choices felt daunting, but along the way, I gained much and grew from the whole experience. After many months, the wound healed, but then I got into another bodily injury. Let me just fix the mic here. Okay. I got into another bodily injury. On my, way, on my way to work from one high school to another, one afternoon, I was in a three car collision when a car turned in front of me at the, interaction, at, at the intersection of a street. Had I known how these few seconds would turn into a long grueling process that would consume the next three years of my life filled with insurance companies, lawyers and different doctor visits I never would have entered that intersection if I could have but in all reality that's not how these kind of things work life happens life can change in mere seconds and once this happens there is no turning back no going back my car t-boned into the car that turned in front of me pushing their car into another one. I still remember that moment frozen in time. I pumped my brakes as fast as I could, but I couldn't stop what would ultimately happen, and despite not feeling much pain at the time, right after the accident occurred, that little whiplash, that experienced that day, would result in a rehabilitation phase that included many sessions with chiropractors, a number of tests with other doctors, and experts, including a neurologist, and eventually, before I could move to Los Angeles, I'd have to complete a 12-week program of physical therapy. This was a most trying time. I thought dealing with my grandmother and Dez's death was hard, but all of this happening at once was real hard but I knew one thing would have to be different this time around. I would not allow myself to get down and depressed. I can remember how much I wanted someone to rescue me from all this pain and responsibility. I wanted it to end. On some days, I remember saying to myself, quote, why me? End quote. But then when all this was happening, I was practicing how to handle it better and more efficiently. I eventually came to a point when I realized thinking about what I wanted to do wasn't going to improve the situation. It would only create more anxiety around it. Instead, I accepted what had happened and felt encouraged to trust that whatever was happening needed to happen and just sit back and allow it to unfold before me. I made a choice to stop feeling sorry for myself and just did what I had to do so I could live my life and move forward some days were easier than others but I made the choice to get through it somehow and get through it in a more relaxed less anxiety manner this time I wanted to enjoy my life as much as I could despite what was happening. Even when things got bad, I told myself, hang in there. It can and will get better. Like the divorce and the grief I suffered from losing the people I loved, I reminded myself, I'd get through this like the abscess on my butt and months of visiting doctors and somehow finding ways to pay it off or the disc hernia and the disc bulge from the whiplash and the years that followed rehabbing my neck and back injuries injuries today I still suffer from then There was the visiting of more doctors and chiropractors, lawyers and insurance people than I have ever seen before. Whatever came my way, I got through it. And so will you if you choose to. Pardon my language, but shit's gonna happen to us. Sometimes it's a little shit, and we don't really feel much affected by. And sometimes it's more of the big shit that we feel it is impossible to deal with. And get overwhelmed by it. But one thing is for certain. Life's full of shits. Parentheses. Figuratively and literally. Parentheses period. Stuff happens to us. And as long as we are alive, it will continue to. Whatever this might be, know that it only adds to what makes up our narrative. And you do remember what we said about that, don't you? We need to recognize it's there. For whatever reason, it is. It's not up to us to dissect everything about it. But it should be up to us to either keep thinking about it and let it consume us. Or choose to let it go. Are you starting to see the connections? Pain is inevitable. If we want to put ourselves at ease right now, we need to accept fact. In fact, let's assume and relish in this fact in bold. Pain. Is part of the process it is necessary don't try to avoid it instead practice welcoming it when it arrives alert yourself to be much more prepared for the next time if that's possible as humans we more often than not choose to see suffering as a bad thing but why Recognize the pain. Do not try to run from it. It's there for a reason. Start there and see what discoveries you'll make from it. Here's a quote that my mentor uh, and uh, friend and instructor gave me, uh, Orpheus Black. Quote, as soon as the pain begins, so too has the healing process begun. End quote. That was the end of chapter two and uh, a little shorter than the other ones, but I'd like to uh, finish off with the bullet points to be mindful of. Bullet point number one, pain is necessary. Bullet point number two, sometimes when it rains, it will pour, but not always. Bullet point number three, do not avoid the pain. Acknowledge it, welcome it. Bullet point number four, know you will become a better person for it. Bullet point number five. As soon as the pain begins, so too does the healing. Bullet point number six. It's going to be okay. Trust me. End chapter. All right. Well. All right, I'm looking at chapter three here, and I'm excited to, to get into that with y'all. Um, but uh, hope you enjoyed uh, chapter two. Chapter two was about um, about about pain. About uh, pain is is inevitable. Pain is part of the uh, process, and uh, so. Yeah, I encourage all of you to take some time to think about uh, what are the things that are causing you pain, Uh, whether it's emotional, whether it's physical, whether it's uh, something else. Uh, So I just want to make sure that uh, we're being mindful of that. And, um, you know, uh, I guess one of the most encouraging things I ever heard was uh, to not run away from it, but to... To face it and um, a lot of your uh, healing um, begins when we just face it okay so uh uh, oh yeah I forgot to mention I got a haircut yeah oh well yeah um I uh I I, I like haircuts uh I, I like I almost fell asleep um getting my haircut today but uh, it was a nice lady she actually spoke um, uh, she's Vietnamese uh, but she actually uh, can speak Cantonese so uh, we spoke a little bit and until until I ran out of stuff to talk about (laughs) with her in Cantonese Um, but again I hope all of you are enjoying uh, these readings Uh, I I, every time I I do this I get very excited so I enjoy doing this uh, for you and and, uh, and for me. Um, again, just wanna remind everyone uh, about the class. Uh, the class is called Movement for the Soul, and it's gonna be a combination of uh, yoga, martial arts, uh, uh, some boxing, um, uh, different uh, breathing exercises, just different things that have helped me uh, Ground myself at the same, like center myself. But at the same time, I I really want to give you all the mind, body, soul experience through me. So there'd be games, there'd be play, there'd be uh, conversation, and um, yeah, look forward to that. Uh, so that's every Saturdays, uh, 9 a.m. to 10:30. That's Pacific time. And uh, uh, but uh, you're going to have to register uh, if you're interested in that. So send me a message uh, either here or at the website unleashthebeast.net and this is through Burbank Adult School. Um, when I was out in LA, I uh, was able to uh, um, register to be part of that, to be a teacher in their program. So yeah, uh, I'm going to leave you all at that and again, thank you for tuning in. Look forward to uh, the next, the next, uh, w- the next one, and uh, it's going to be a dandy. I, I really, uh, I think it's one of my favorite chapters. Actually, um, there's a lot of favorite chapters, but uh, definitely as I'm looking at this, even the first quote, <laughs> getting, getting giggly. Okay, all right. Well, on that note, I'll catch you all later, and uh, have a great week. Be safe, and uh, you know share your love be loved and uh uh remember you are loved you are enough and you are worthy blessings everybody thanks for joining us we'll catch you next time remember you are enough you are loved and you are worthy blessings to all of you